What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friendly stoppies Hello, out there. Friendly stoppies of the world. Friendly stoppies of the world Heather, and beyond. What if I just did a an NPR cadence today and just proclaimed <laughs> the, this entire, the entire time? The entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that. I think is it the st- no one will listen anymore. <laughs> what is? You is gotta it, be brash with this kind of material. <laughs> gotta be brash. Yeah, that was um, Lucas's uh, review of Make It Stop. Did you see his review of Make It Stop, the podcast today? He uh, said. Uh, I don't know what music is, but these two loud people from Boston sure hate it. <laughs> Eight out of ten. <laughs> and I think that's a pretty accurate description of what we do here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, hey, everybody. We're we're back again. Uh, we're just whipping these episodes out left and right. Y'all get a duck. Whipping them out? Whipping them out. Is that what we're doing? We sure are. I meant what I said. I said what I meant. So, we are reviewing today... An extremely legendary bad album, yeah. I would say. Maybe out of all the albums, besides Lulu, I would say, like the most legendarily bad. Is this the first truly bad album? Because, I mean, before this, this is, I mean, there was cheesy albums and schmaltzy albums, but I feel like they were all made by more or less competent musicians. Right. 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 If it stoppies, if you know, like we'll more get or less, Mo- mostly less, but still. But if 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 you know of an older bad album that we should do, let us know. You know, tweet at us at Make It Stop Cast. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't know my own Twitter. Yep, we're good. We're doing fine. <clears throat> we're doing fine. Um, so so the album is uh, Philosophy of the World by the Shags. By the Shags. Nineteen sixty nine. Yep, and the it, first bad album, I think. Are we really saying that? I, I just wanted the uh, stoppies like to have, educate me if they know better. But I'm I gonna, feel like there has got to be bad music throughout all of human history. Like there was always the equivalent of like that, like dumb like white this. dude with fucking white dude dreads playing Dave Matthews Band around a fucking bonfire. Yeah, but it wasn't released on a label. Oh, okay, okay, true. We hopefully this is the first bad album because honestly I can't go much. I mean I I can't go much longer. I mean this this this, this podcast the, has to end sometime, right? This is the the Plan Nine from Outer Space of music. Yes, or Manos, Manos, the Hands of Fate. I would say Ooh, that's even more so. Da- that's damning. It's no. really well. This album damns itself. We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be talking a lot about it. Um and and. 
to help us parse through the complex, complicated emotions that are, you know, I have to say swirling inside my psyche right now. You know, what are the, what are the, what are the, positives of this album what do i like this album do i like the shags there's there's a lot of this is a day of reckoning and to do it with us we asked a very special and very important guest to come in with us today do you want to introduce our our guest today mike yes uh today joining us at the make it stop studios is andrew wiley of uh uh high energy vintage and a local dj uh and uh uh previously uh, occupied the state of New Hampshire. You know, I, I actually, right. I still have a New Hampshire cell phone number. So, so you're representing. You no, know, it's 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 six zero three for life. Representing. They don't say six zero three for life for nothing. Do you have a six zero three <laughs> tattoo? I I don't, but my brother and my sister both do. I don't have any <laughs> tattoos. So when I do, do get they a, really? They do. They do. Both Stop it. That's true. <laughs> so when I do I get a tattoo, it will be it will be a six zero three tattoo for for sure. Or it'll be a live for your die. Okay, so this live is authentic. This is authentic. We needed to make sure that we had, you know, a voice from the community that could really get deep into, you know, what New Hampshire, what what kind of a state would birth such a... I, I think I can I can speak for <laughs> the, the mindset um, that the shags. You know, I can I can, I can hopefully have some insight in, into into their 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 upbringing or at least their their background. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm born and raised 50 miles from from Fremont, New Hampshire. <gasps> Where the shags gave birth to themselves. Yeah. Have you been? Have you been to Fremont? I almost certainly have. All right. Okay. Well, tell What's me. What's in the water there, huh? <laughs> well, I and I'll probably nothing, nothing much. I, I doubt they they fluoridate it. What I wanted to start with was I wanted uh, Wiley to get us in the mood of being a New Hampshire. What do you call yourself? Hampies? Oh, oh I, I, I'm a New Hampshire, right? Okay, so yeah, so talk to me about your upbringing. Put yeah. us in the mood okay, so I'm, of I'm what could have possibly made lakes this. and rivers and streams and a lot of trees. Okay, okay. A lot of like small town meetings and uh, <laughs> what not, not a lot of big government. What do they talk uh, about in small town meetings? Well, they talk about you know how to. How to lower everybody's taxes? You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to pay for the town dump. Okay? No. Okay. Like if I don't, uh, if I don't generate a lot of trash, then by God, it, I shouldn't have to pay for someone else's. Trash. Absolutely not. So everybody's gonna pay five dollars for a trash bag, and that if you fill up a trash bag, then you have to pay five dollars, and that's how we're gonna pay for the town. And dump. that's what freedom. That sounds is. like tax. That's what freedom it's is. No, it's only it's, so you only pay for what you use. I guess. I see. Uh-huh. Instead of everybody for paying for the town dump. Only each person with the trash bag full of trash pays when they don't. So what you're telling me is I can save a ton of money if I just burn my trash. Yes, exactly. Right, right. Burn your trash. But you know, we you know New Hampshire does have uh, we you know we maybe not as much as Vermont, but we're we're not always uh, anti environmentalists up in New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay. Always. So New Hampshire, uh, as a state of a very a few laws, it's but lots of, of opinions. It's a state of being. It's a state of being. So okay, because I think you know what we what we were just alluding to is that New Hampshire is a is a particularly odd beast, right? We're both we're both Massachusetts born and raised Massachusetts, Massachusetts lifers. Massachusetts That's not what we say. What do we say? Um, I don't know. Massachusettsans. No. Wow, there's got to be a word. Nobody says that. Anyway, 
point being, uh, we we don't understand your crazy northern ways, and and we yeah. needed somebody here to translate, and and also like there is something very special about a state. Um, Gigi Allen, yes, Gigi Allen also came out of New Hampshire. It was another fucked up, uh, horrible prophecy that went terribly wrong. That uh, uh, the great womb of New Hampshire. Yeah, the great womb <laughs> of New Hampshire. Gigi Allen was was Chewed presumed by his crazy father to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. So yep. just this is about you know that's that's the equivalent to what this album is like. Yes, they're a famous rock band, but they sound like this, just as Gigi Allen was the reincarnation of fucking something but it wasn't Jesus Christ <laughs> this so the philosophy of the world by the shags the album that we are reviewing today um, the shags were a band of three sisters um, Helen Betty and Dorothy or known as known as colloquially as dot uh, Wigan from Fremont New Hampshire as you mentioned Dotty I, uh, I, I have um I had a I think a great aunt whose name was dot who lived in um, Hancock New Hampshire I believe Wow so so authentic. Yeah. so authentic. So authentic. She did go by Dottie? She did go by Dottie. Yeah. Okay, there it's we go. All, it's got to go with Dottie. Um, so, and and I think it's good for us to get in the mindset here because, like you said, these are the, there's a lot of small towns, small town meetings, and the way that the, the shags were able to kind of build themselves up. Well, the first thing is that the only reason why these girls ever started playing music, presumably, is because... Uh, their grandmother um, had had uh, a moment of premonition where she was reading, um, doing a fortune uh, reading for her son. Right. Um, and she said, you're going to have um, three daughters with, or you're, I think it was, you're going to have a wife with strawberry blonde hair. Yep. And then it was, you're going to have three daughters and they're going to be in a famous rock band. There was another one too. Like the other two came true. So he, he yeah. was like, oh, well. He, he has to force the hand of fate. Yeah. Here. So he. <laughs> it's true. So, so he became uh, the LeVar Ball of the, the Shags family <laughs> and just, <laughs> he did. He was and, LeVar Ball of music, true. 1969. Or like a, or like a Beyonce's dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Noble's Williams whatever. sister's dad. You know, yeah. there's iterations of this throughout history. So basically, he decided that to fulfill this prophecy because he married a strawberry blonde woman because something else happened that whatever was foretold that these girls were going to be rock stars whether they wanted to or not, which is part of the problematic stuff that we'll we'll get into. Like how how charming is it when they were basically like kind of forced into this? But and you know what's wild though? I think it, it the prophecy came true. The prophecy. The the shags are well known, but it was also like a curse because the music is really um, is very, really, very bad. I don't really know. I mean, so no, so it's, it's just so the prophecy came true, but with a price. With a price, exactly. That's how it That's always. That's what happens works. when you force the hand of fate. <laughs> when really we should be letting everyone live free or die, and not intruding in you know regulating what, <laughs> what's possible, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So but, the way that this was able to flourish and the way that they were able to kind of like build sort of a local like they just started performing out in the town hall uh, dances they would have these like events or whatever and they would have these dances and because there was literally nothing going on and nobody making any kind of music and nobody doing anything interesting people were just like all right all right well I guess this is it this is what we got so like they would go and see the shags 
It's what became I mean, a self I know what that's like. You you go to see your friend's band. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that, it doesn't matter that they're terrible. terrible. When I when and I was in high school in New Hampshire, <laughs> you know, we'd organize shows at, at the local town halls. That's where we that's where we'd have the shows. Yeah. We'd be at the town halls, and I'm sure there's lots of not. Really good music. Oh, definitely. That's, that's the way it works, though. But my question, what I was wondering throughout all this, is I feel like these days there's a lot more of that. There's more people playing music. It's more accessible. Uh, you know, there's more people getting involved. I want to know how this band ended up releasing this album. Who's this record label that put it out? Oh, well, there is a story the about thing, that. There is a story about that. was the one thing that. that I didn't find in my research. No, I did find it. I oh, can I can answer that There's question. There's some history there. There That's is some history, history there. Um, yeah, they were, uh, I forget what the what the name of the record label was, but there was a thousand, a thousand copies were pressed and 900 of them were mysteriously lost or destroyed. Oh, shit. And immediately after recording this, the whole record company folded, like the whole studio folded. Oh, my God. So there's only a hundred physical copies of this album, right? Of the original, or the, but they re-released. Re- it was re-released. Right? So we'll, t- so yeah. So let's get into that because this it was re-released in the eighties after a few. Uh, it was Massachusetts DJs, DJs from WBCN oh, no in shit. Massachusetts that actually found a few of the copies of this album and it just found their way into the studio and then they started playing it like as a joke and then it caught on. And then Dr. Demento was the one who actually gave it a second life oh, wow. and started playing on his show. He specifically loved the It's Halloween song and he would Which, play well, oh, he played it on the Halloween. Song. Yeah. So so yeah. So anyway, it was just kind of like a series of improbable and ridiculous events that led to this now being re-released in the 80s um, and by like an actual, you know, a new record label and then that was when like, you know, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana, Nirvana got his hands on it and decided it was his fifth favorite album of all time. Which is crazy. Which is, which is so pretentious. So pretentious. Kurt, like Kurt Cobain, come on. That fucking Farrah Abraham is my fifth favorite album of all time. Like It's fucking stupid. You know, I see where Kurt Cobain is coming from. Because, no, I don't. You know, this is different and and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a hip thing to say. It's a hip thing to say. But Let's be let's be real here. We're going to hear but clips from this album in a he, second. I mean, the question is: I mean, is this saying we say something? It's your fifth favorite album. How many times did he sit down and like I'm going to listen to this album from right. start to finish? I'm going to drink a beer with my friends and listen to this album from start to finish because I like it. Right. It's like right. saying that you know. love Mozart or I like mean, you know, it's like you really are not listening to like Mozart Mozart's on the regular. Mozart's got some good jams. Yeah. No, I know. Okay, so I'm not I mean, comparing Mozart to the Shags in any way. I'm just saying it's like a thing that you might say that you would listen to but you're not actually some, listening some to. Some people listen for to sure. classical music for real. So there but are, he, I know he really likes like Daniel Johnson stuff too so he liked the weirdo outsider art stuff you know made by and like weirdo possibly outsiders. you know out, out, outcasts uh, but I don't know I feel like there's there's a difference between Daniel Johnston and, and the Shags. And you'll, oh, yeah. And you'll hear it and... And you'll hear it. You'll hear We're going to get into it. One last thing is that <laughs> we need to talk about we need to talk about the cover of this album. Oh, yeah. Have the, you seen like, the cover image of oh, it? Yeah. it? The creepy <laughs> green cult. Yeah, I was saying it looks... It feels like cult photos before a mass suicide. <laughs> or like, um, like they're like the wives of some weird polygamist. Yeah, dude, yes, <laughs> exactly. All they all have the same exact haircut or like not haircut. They definitely look homeschooled. Yeah. I and think home, they were. home haircut as well. Yeah, home haircut. Home, yeah. Home tailored dresses. For sure. 
it's it's a weird vibe. It, it it sets the tone, I think, appropriately. An uncomfortable tone, and yeah. we're we're gonna get into it. This is a twelve song album. At least each song is mercifully short. Most it's true. most it's are only around like two minutes. minutes. It's about thirty. This minutes. is uh, the the second shortest album we've done, I think, after Fair Abraham. It's only and it's only longer by like one or two minutes. Should we uh, play the first song? Yeah, like... yeah. Let's let's hear some some shags. Yeah. So this is the first track, um, the. Title track, Philosophy of the World. All right. <laughs> That's where we're at, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that what's happening. Classic Shag's melody <laughs> that you're gonna hear again and again. Repeated many times. Yeah, it's like the, the, you definitely hear those same exact chords, the same like just jangling, jarring like offness of everything. Yeah, and it's just it makes it even more um, you know kind of like. Um, impressive. Well, I don't know if that's the right word, but interesting when there's like the accidental synchronicity every once in a while. Where yeah. it's like, like <laughs> it's kind of like a little oasis you get to once in a while, where for just a, a, a brief <laughs> three seconds, by mere coincidence, the drums sync up with the guitars, uh, and it's 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 like a, a drink of cool water. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and you are going in to be desert, parched. You the, are going to be parched throughout the, the entire... The bleak, uh, lifeless <laughs> desert that is this this album. Uh, um. Well, it's it's not exactly lifeless, is it? It's quite, it's quite lively in, in a I, lot of ways. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, how do you how do you feel about this first track, Wiley? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I actually I don't think this this track isn't as bad as some of the other tracks. Um, I, it almost, That's true. They definitely front loaded it. We're already rationalizing. I mean, this track is bad, but I mean, this one almost sounds like it could be a real song. Very briefly. It very briefly. I mean, that, that fades away, but at first, when you, when you first put it on, you're like, oh, this is a song oh this is not really what is this this is this is weird i think it's i think the thing for me with the song was like i didn't i didn't have that feeling the first time i listened to the album this is a song like dr phil is a doctor (laughs) yeah i I think you used that one last week no i didn't Uh, (laughs) i just came up with that but it it almost sounds like something that could be on you know like a like the the end of a of a uh of a uh, Velvet Underground track, like, yeah. like, like so sort of like 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 not 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 like the part of the song, but like where it's like still rolling and it's like on like some like thing that they released and it's like you're like oh this is kind of weird. The second time I listened to the album, I was like oh yeah this song sounds way more like a song than most of the songs in the album. This is actually this actually works. But the first time I listened to the album, I didn't get that because it was the first song I heard. So I was like oh no this is bad. I hope the rest isn't like this. And then the rest was worse. Oh, worse. Oh, it's <laughs> more, it's really so much worse. Way worse. So that's why I mean I don't know when we start off like this. This one, I mean, this one again. I, uh, you know, to repeat myself, it almost sounds like a, a real song. You, yeah, you can see how fucked up this album has made us, guys, because that is this is by all accounts a terrible song. Like, there's no, there's no discernible, like, clear, like, rhythm. There's no, um, it, it doesn't even seem. It seems like they're just making it up as they go along. Like, it's like a, like a really bad, like, improv Boston, like, comp, like sketch, and like, it's just off the rails and like. 
no, you know, nobody cares enough to tell them no. The thing is, is that they're, they had only been perform like I, so their dad like took them out of school yep. to practice all the time to like make this and decided that because of their popularity at the Fremont town hall parties, AKA the, like there's nothing else to do. So people are going to show up to gawk and like that is considered being a fan, I guess. And he was like, well, we got to get them while they're hot. Like, let's go to this, this record studio, <laughs> you know, and, right. and, and make this album, um, get them while they're hot. So like literally didn't even wait to see if they even knew how to play their instruments. No, or, they definitely did not fully or learn how to tune play their instruments. instruments or like do anything. It's, you can uh, actually learn, uh, you can, you can hear them learning how to tune their instruments just by listening to the album. I mean, true. they leave it in the songs. Those are, those are like breakdowns, accidental breakdowns during we'll, the song. We'll hear the album get more and more out of tune over the course of the next few songs. Yeah. Too, they like. definitely didn't stop to tune at any point during the recording. Of I think they album. did. I think you can pinpoint when they did stop to tune and it was much too late. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, the beat itself, leans, it just seems to follow the cadence of like whatever the vocalist is singing, but like a half step behind. You yeah, know? there's always one guitar just playing the exact vocal melody, which is every time pretty much. Yeah, it's every song, it's all the same four chords. You know, let's just, let's, let's prove it to him. Play the, ne play the next track. Yep. Yeah. Let's do the next track. It feels like they never even heard music before. Okay, this is... Um, I'm not convinced. I mean, this might have been like their first attempt at playing music, and it just it was like, all right, gotta get them in there. Gotta get them in there. All right, well, uh, this song is called That Little Sports Car. There was a sports car on the road, on the road, I thought I Yeah, the guitar solo. Oh yeah, nice, <laughs> nice guitar solo there. <laughs> so I mean, I, I feel like again, you could you could easily mistake parts of that for for something trying to be avant garde, right? But that assumes pretense that is not there. No, no, but it, but it absolutely mean, you know, not. They're they're not trying to be avant garde. I mean, it's it's so. But that's the other thing. It's so earnest. Yeah. See, now it gets back. It's like this is really reminds me. I was saying on the way over here, like this reminds me so much of the Fair Abraham album, you know, in yeah. a lot of ways, because it was because it is similarly like it, it just expressing these like pretty relatable teenage content, to be honest. I mean, most of these songs, the titles are questions. You know, it's like, what am I? Who are this? What is that? And like the name of the album is the philosophy of the world. Like, is there more of a teenage phrase like to use ever? Like, I figured it out. Like, this is the whole philosophy of the entire world and it's yeah. captured in these 12 songs and here's you know me like questioning the skinny people want this and then we want what we can't have and this song is about a car like that's <laughs> you know that's relatable teenage content and maybe and I think uh, maybe it's fine <laughs> and I think it is like worth noting that you know as, as bad as this album is to me to me it's bad. Uh, it, it did influence music from this point like i feel like this is the beginning of twee 
You know, like I feel like the the Juno soundtrack wouldn't exist. Yeah, like if the Kimia Dawson. I mean, yeah. Kimia Dawson specifically has said that this was a massive inspiration. This for is the very Kimia Dawson. Like yeah. uh, that that whole sh- that whole thing where you're being like cutesy and like just playing bad and being quiet. Like that's they invented that, but. Um, I think is th- which begs the question for me: Is Farrah Abraham gonna influence right. music in thirty? Is everything gonna sound like Farrah? Is there gonna be a Farrah Abraham genre in like twenty five years? That's, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, how is it different is it, in the sense that like it was earnest and and this like relatable teenage like angst of, but like communicated in the worst way, like in the least musical way possible. It definitely only got attention for for being bad. Like that's the only reason anyone knows it. And it's neat that something, you know, new and creative came from that. But I don't know how much credit I'm willing to give the album at uh, all. Yeah. Despite that. Despite that. So I, I, I think I, I think back with this, we talked about this before a little bit. I mean, it is outsider art. I mean, I, I know that there's. I mean, it's outsider music. Yes, but I, but that's like saying, can outsider art be influential? Oh, definitely. And, and of course it can. Okay. But what also, what makes something art? What makes something art? We had a huge argument about this with Fair Abraham where I said Fair Abraham was art and Heather and Brian said that it wasn't. This is like holding hostages in a building and saying, paint a picture and then saying that the picture is art. <laughs> well, I, I mean. Maybe, maybe it, it is. is it, but is it, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's fucking not. Like we needed to say that it's maybe terrible. Like it is. I think again. I think they it comes kind back of to, were held hostage by their father. I think I was saying that in a postmodern world, intent doesn't matter with your art. It's all about how it's perceived. And I think in that way, this album is. And art. because Kurt Cobain pretentiously decided that this is his fifth favorite album, then <laughs> this makes it art. I don't know. I'm like just back to Kimya Dawson though. Like for real. Like the Juno soundtrack would not exist without this. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think that I think that is a good take. I didn't know that it's influential. So that that that's true. It's 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 but it's hugely influential. But is it influential in the sense that the room is influential? Like the as as Manos the hands right Manos the hands of fate is influential. Those were all influential. They were all ambitious and they were all terrible and they were all influential does that make that like i don't believe compelling that, art well so, so i i so it, it could be if if any of those things have a style or or something that was later duplicated or replicated i don't know if anybody's ever tried to quite replicate the style of manos hands of fate but the the room maybe i think i think there will be things i don't know i think i think people will i i, I think people will will i don't think people are going to imitate fair abraham that's what I i'm saying don't i think they will know what will. that is well uh, you, you have to listen to, to our it. podcast so, buddy well shit get it together i've been a little busy <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you implying, Wiley, that this is a frivolous f- f- uh, waste I'll, of our time? I was going to no, say I'll, frippery. I'll, I'll frippery. Frivolous frippery. I'll put, on, I'll put it on at work now that I'm back. At, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. Multitask. Yeah. Okay. Come, in on, come on in to High Energy Vintage and listen to some Make It Stop. Yeah. Do you, have, any, do, can, do you have some super rare shags uh, albums? No, I, I actually don't own this album, but I have thought... Strongly about buying it. 
That's um, good. I, I saw it once, I think, at, at, at Somerville Grooves in Union Square. Oh, nice shout out to that. And yeah. uh, I, I think Grooves. I think I almost bought it. It was, it, was, it was actually very reasonably priced. It was probably the 82 reissue or whatever. And I was like, oh, I should buy that. And, you know, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to buy some groceries and some, some box wine instead. And that's what I probably did. Um, but, you know, one of these days I'll, I'll make the other decision and be like, no, oh, I've got some food at home I can cook stuff with. I'll buy I'm, that shack. No, album. I'm yeah, going to eat this album. I'm going to eat this album. I'm hungry. Okay, so uh, let's go on to the next song. And, oh, uh, yeah. you know. Who are parents? Who are? Who are these who parents? Who are parents? Am I, I right? Mean, really the, posing the great questions here in this album. Uh, who are parents anyway? Hey. You know? Who are parents? Not what? Our parents. Who are parents? I heard some vocal harmonies wait, in there. Wait. I heard vocal harmonies. Uh, I heard two vocalists singing things. Things. I don't, know, I don't know if it was harmonious. That was not harmonious. But I, 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 I will mean, say that uh, this song. This is when it definitely starts to realize that this is like a like I start to realize that this is a hostage situation. Like who what teenager in their right mind is is going to make a song about how cool parents are? Yeah, there's something pretty messed up. What's going that. on? What's parents, going on? Parents are the ones who care. Parents just do understand. <laughs> That's <laughs> by, true. Yeah, it's by a little DJ Jazzy Jeff and these, the Fresh Prince. These lyrics are actually kind of fucked up in in the context of their dad like manufacturing this thing, taking them out of school, them out isolating of school. them completely forcing them to practice instruments that they had no interest in playing you know, he yeah, couldn't like, have forced I, I, them that he, much he must have he must have been yelling at them a lot you know like it, it they were bad uh, did he come up with these lyrics as he was like screaming instructions at them yeah he's like here like, make, me, make me look good what were the lyrics tell me tell me some good ones uh, I know. I know. They said "Who are parents?" a lot. I, I like that they have audible New England accents. Yeah. But they also have like audible speech impediments. Well, is it the Kennedy speech impediment, or you who know, are, who are parents? Who are parents? Who are parents? You know, like Aww. so. Some kids do as they please. They don't know what life really means. They don't listen to what the ones who really care have to say. They just go and do things their own way. Who are parents? Parents are the ones who really care, who are parents. Parents are the ones who are always there. Some kids think their parents are cruel just because they want them to obey certain rules. They start to lean from the ones, uh, they start to learn from the ones who really care, turning, turning from the ones who will always be there. So, like, I don't know. This, the dad put the whole thing together. Like, what if they wrote a song like, Parents suck, and he like. <laughs> yeah, what if the Shags really it? wanted to be like a punk band, and they yeah. were like <laughs> before punk even existed? The New Hampshire Velvet Underground. I mean, they they there's clearly a bit of Velvet Underground influence. There, oh yeah, as, as Wiley mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah, the Velveteen Underground. I ah, like I like it. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's like the cheap version of Velvet that's not really Velvet. And also the, they're the velour underground. And they're teens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's cute. That, that works. That's also so sixties. It put a little dash. It. The Velvet Teen. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can see that on pop, <laughs> top of the pops. All right. Should we? I mean, is it 
child abuse to make your children make music like this? <laughs> that is a question just to ask. It would definitely be child abuse to make them listen to music like this. <laughs> to make them make this music there's, over and over and so over again. There's so many questions that I have about, about this. So, so, like, I mean, they recorded this. And, and, and somebody listened to it. Like, they, like, obviously the father, was, you know, was like, yes. Or even the recording studio person that like burned down the week have, after like, like mysteriously lost all these like copies of it just like the fucking I mean, et course, game was mysteriously lost in a like new mexico landfill i mean of course so i mean the recording you know artist was being paid to to you know to press this but like i mean somebody somebody several people listened to this and said yes this is a thing that we're going to press onto an album yeah uh, for uh, to, for people to listen to, right? Yeah, there's a, there was a label. So this someone at the label made a terrible mistake, and it sounds like so. Heather, you said this them doing this, they destroyed nine tenths of the copies of it, and then they folded. I was like, that so movie this food album, fight. This album destroyed them. <laughs> this album destroyed the label. Yeah. How do you fuck up that bad? How is <laughs> how do you put it all? How do you bet it all on the shags? Dude, I yeah, I really can't. I I mean, but it was just so many delusions of grandeur on so many levels. I mean, to be honest, like if your parents all the Levar Ball delusions of grandeur though. <laughs> I think I don't I don't know. I'm not convinced the shags if, had any faith in this themselves. Do you I, think? Or, well, or did they get it brainwashed into them? I think. Listen, if I was going to be forced by my parents to be anything. I guess I'd rather it be a rock star than almost anything else. You know what I mean? Like that's the part of it that it's, it's yeah, still. It, yeah. It, it, I mean, if your parents like that's kind of cool. If, you're, if you were in high school and your parents they're playing said, shows, you're gonna drop out, yeah, of, high drop out of high school to be exactly. a rock star. I mean, I mean, maybe I'd you would have been like, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I mean the, the Jacksons I, did it. I really wanted to be a traffic enforcer, <laughs> but uh, you know, now Dad wants me to. Uh, right, like instead, like it wasn't like they were like, yeah being like forced into like hard labor like they were like okay you're gonna play drums all the time i know but it speaks to the delusion and and uh, you know possible uh just complete craziness of their father but that yet- he heard these songs and said they're ready. Well, this Get is, him in the studio. This, this is, is it. Our big break. I mean, this Philosophy is the... Philosophy of the world. This is the entire thing. <laughs> this is the entire... That's the entire plot of the disaster artist. I mean, that's a whole story with, the, like, Tommy Wiseau in the room. It's like, right. he really believed... He, there was no moment of self, like, criticism of thinking, like, no, this isn't... You know, this isn't good, and people are going to laugh at this. And that's It what, was, like, I'm sheer, like, sheer delusion, sheer, like, like blind faith... And in your own like sense of what is good and what's not, but yeah. in both circumstances, I mean, it, it sort of panned out. I no, know, I know exactly that, that, in the right I mean, way. But right, it did. exactly, but, but exactly. I mean, we're so, talking about both these things. We're yeah. on a podcast right now talking about this album, which is right. which is famous. It is famous. And they and were and a famous rock band. Yes, the prophecy yes. came. Gigi Allen was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> The dark prophecy. <laughs> but yeah, it gener- that generally is, I feel like, the story behind enduring bad art. Uh, right. Of, of all kinds is that is that blind belief, you know, n- the unwavering commitment to right. that, that this will work. 
when it's clear to everyone else that it's absolutely that it's not, not working. Um, and then and it's it neat ends that we're up doing working. That. And this is an example of one of those that did end up working as opposed to like Lulu, which was like, you know, universally derided. And like so much of the other stuff that we've reviewed, it's like a total failure and like rightfully so. But yeah. this succeeded this, in this its failure. It left a mark on the world <laughs> in, in a way that Lulu could never, uh, you know, ascend to. But... It's, I think, because it's just that much fucking worse than Lulu. Yeah. It's like it's like mind-bogglingly, uh, 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 incoherent. Don't, don't take our word for it. We gotta let's move on to the next song here, which is my companion. Ooh. Oh. Or no, is it my pal foot? It's my pal foot foot. Oh. This is this is my favorite song of the album. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Find him home, I go to his house, knock at his door, people come out and say, foot foot, don't live here no more, my pal foot foot, always likes to go, my pal foot foot, foot foot, now he has no home, oh, it's a kitty, I hope they found foot foot, they didn't, they didn't foot. No, is that is, part is, of the mythology? Is foot foot about a cat? Yes, it's about a cat that ran away. Oh, shit, I it's didn't about know that. A sweet little How did kitty. I not know? This is my favorite song on the I album. I know, and it's and that's actually your other thing besides I, um, besides uh, Tallow Disco that you could be an expert in is kitties. Kitties, yeah. I, well, I mean, I just I just love kitties. I don't know if I'm a kitty expert. I just love. Well, you're an expert so, in loving kitties. So no wonder I love this song. Yeah, it's it's it was a like a an osmosis, mm. you know, or a uh, like you you absorbed that it was about one of your favorite things without even realizing it. Yeah, it's a sad because song for me. And I love kitties too, but I don't I don't know if that I love kitties like Wiley loves kitties. I, uh, I love for kitties. me, uh, it was definitely not my favorite song in the album. It's definitely, I think this is when Maybe it start, really starts worst. coming off. Yeah, it might be the worst song <laughs> in the album, to be honest. But I do, I love it in the sense that it's so earnest. Like, it's obviously, it's so, like, genuine. And it's about this girl losing her cat and how the cat <laughs> ran away and, like, never came back. Oh, and Foot I, Foot. I know. And the cat's name is Foot I Foot. Bet, I bet Foot Foot was a cute kitty. I know. I wonder if Foot Foot. It's called Foot Foot because they, they even had, Foot Foot had poly, to get a polydactyl. Oh, it could be. Oh. You know, you know how like that's the giving them a lot of credit. Yeah, so, so maybe they call him Foot Foot because he had. I mean, that's a lot. There's of a lot of speculation. Yeah, maybe Foot also ran away from the recording of this fucking album. He was like, I don't want anything <laughs> could, to do with this situation. Yeah, we could probably out of here. Reach out to the remaining members. The remaining Foot Foot. Yeah, let's get the the real. Let's get the cat on the line. Yeah. Well, okay, so there actually was a really like in-depth article like like um, really in-depth article that I read about a year ago about like following up on the shags and like what happened to them and like how they approach or how they think about their work now and I think one of the one of the sisters is dead um, and one of them like doesn't talk about it and like pretends it never happened. That's fair. And Understandably. Then the, and then the other one is now making music again. Oh. Uh, Dot Wiggins is making music. Dottie. In the, the Dot Wiggins band. No. Oh, Dottie. Oh my God. And it's similarly. Um, it's similarly like not good in the sense of like what is good, but it it could be like a moldy peaches song in a lot of ways. So like maybe it's fine. I think my pal Foot was also released as a single. I literally in my notes wrote this is the single as a joke. 
This, yeah. This actually was the single? I, yeah, I think this was released as a single. I, it is my recollection of it. Uh, it was, yeah, no, it was. Or it was at least a B side. More well, like what a, was the more A like side? More like a G side or like a H side or a X side. This was the B side. Well, what was the single then? Philosophy of the World. Okay, yeah. So th- that's oh, okay. right. They front loaded it. Yeah, this is this go this works as a B side, I guess. Um, I, I think it's impressive because I was talking about how this was influential uh, to like Twee, but this song I feel like was influential to like generations of bands that they sold at Weirdo Records, like <laughs> trying to capture uh-huh. this vibe and just n- not quite getting there. Right. So like was... I think if you intentionally try to make this music, I don't I don't know that anyone could pull it off quite like the Shags pulled it off. Well, and it's the same as trying to intentionally make a bad movie. Like and it's it's you know like why like any sequels to the room are gonna suck. Yeah. Like you can't do it. No, you can't do it again. You can't do it again. Lightning doesn't strike twice. Oh, although although um, the only time I've successfully seen that pull off is uh, is with um, Trapped in the Closet. Oh, yeah. Lightning did strike more than once there. That's actually a really good point. Um, I, not in the same way, but it was still in a still similar. So, okay. So, so my pal foot was the A side and, and the, my foot, pal, I'm sorry, foot. my pal foot foot was the A side. Was the A side. Um, with the B side is things. I wonder another, oh another question God. title song released in 1969. Um, on, well, on, we're going to, we're going to get down to that. We, we should keep going because we got a lot. We've been reckoning with like the nature of humanity here and we, we got to stay focused on the music because yeah, we, there's, there's a, a lot, lot more. of bad music to listen to here. So, um, I believe that this next one is, uh, my companion. Uh, and here we go. This is fucked up. My companion is with me wherever I go, even when I go to a show. My companion is, of course, my baby. Oh, that's nice. It's a nice twist. Yeah, my my notes I wrote uh, two songs in a row about pets, or is this about God? Oh no, it's about a radio. Oh, I like that twist. Yo, but that song is fucking weird, right? Like this, they, it's really falling off the rails at this point. Yeah, they're not playing real chords anymore. I uh, yeah, they're oh. not. The drummer is just going like like there's a sound guy being like, all right, snare now. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like testing the hit the other drum, honey. Yeah, I think this might have been the first time the drummer ever heard her sisters play this song. You know, like it sounds it sounds like she has no idea what the fuck she's she's like it always sounds like she has no idea what she's doing, but in particular on this song. Th- this is I mean this song is, is is bad. Like like real bad. It's yeah. very bad. I don't think they this is this is I think this is the, the they tune after this song. That's my theory. <laughs> um it's very out of tune at this point. I think they've done each song in my theory. No, this is I'm pretty sure this is one of the songs that where they have like a tuning break that's built into the song. Oh yeah, that's coming up. Actually, yeah, that's one they tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they tune in the middle of the song. I think that is um, that the next why song. Not? We'll see. No, I think it was my companion. My companion. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like a soundtrack to like a horror movie about like. No, no, it's the next song. I'm so happy oh. when you're near. That's. Oh. We're, I think we use that as the. Well, clip. that's we'll not. Oh, yeah, that's not right. a question. I'm so happy when you're near. No, there's, there's some of the songs are statements. Yeah, it's a declaration. 
True. They they ask questions and they make statements. You know, they're, they're not afraid to step up to the microphone and tell you what uh, the, the, their philosophy of the world is. Which again is another reason why I find myself liking this album because what it represents, especially in the context of 1969, a group of young women playing instruments. Now, needless to say terribly but they were young women in a in a culture terribly and, and not necessarily of their own free will right and yeah definitely <laughs> yeah let's make that clear but but i mean the, but they still did i mean all of these songs were written by dot all of them were written by her they were not written by all, the dad all one of them over and over again all right this entire song <laughs> this entire 32 no, minute song the lyrics are unique to each song <laughs> and That's true. and they're meaningful to her you can tell like yeah. i mean they're personalized they're so it's like it's cool that there was this representation in a in a musical climate in a in a social climate in which women were not really allowed to ever kind of talk about their own feelings or their own like perspectives or least of all make rock songs about them. That's true. I mean, well, you know, but there was like Janis Joplin and stuff and yeah. And Jefferson airplane, Jefferson airplane and Nico was with the velvet underground. Uh, she didn't play any instruments though. Yeah. I'm talking about instruments. playing instruments. And you're right. Cause there were a lot of girl groups in the sixties, but they Shangri-Las were like, they and were like, singers. They were, they did right. harmonization. They didn't usually play. And they were not writing the songs. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's for all sure. Very, I'm, I'm, These I'm, guys I'm were, silent. I'm racking my is, brain trying to is, think of something. It's cool. I understand why it's got like cred. It's very DIY. It's very outsider. It's like different than everything else that was going on at the time. It's, it's legit. It's just not doing it for it's me. It's just dog. not good. Yeah. It's not good, but it's it cool, is important. It's cool, but it's not good, right? Yeah, exactly. I There's, agree. It's cool, but it's not good. I agree. I, I agree, but I still like it. Like, the room is cool, but it's not good, right? But yes. is it good? But does it? But but I I mean but the what okay the intent, what is the good? intent of of the of those if we want to compare bad things for for a second, um, yeah, the intent of of the Shags album is I feel a little bit more pure and like just like just. Again, what we've talked about, stream of consciousness, just a little bit right. more. Like, very, very stream pure, of consciousness. Which, like, the, the room maybe is, like, not quite – it's quite so pure. It's more, like, self-indulgent. Self-serving, yeah. It's self-indulgent. Yeah. All right, I see what you mean. And, and this, yep. this really doesn't feel self-indulgent around. at all. It, yeah. It's, like, it's like no, the, right. the opposite of self-indulgent. But it's, it's also, It's like, so earnest. It's yes, so genuine. Yes. But it's it has, so, that, it right. has that disturbing undercurrent of it's also done under duress. Right. Of their father. <laughs> Right. Oh, sure. That's a whole other element. Right. That, and like, that's yeah, exactly. So like part of me is like I, you know, I volunteer with girls rock camp. I love uh, the whole ethos of like bringing girls together and teaching them some basics of how to play an instrument, but mostly teaching them how to have confidence in themselves and how to get up on stage and oh. unapologetically, you know, perform. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter whether they are on beat or whether they play every chord correctly. It matters that like their you know their spirit is is um you know being supported and that they're able to go out and be um you know on a stage and 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 be admired and be loved for that moment right so this isn't in my 
like if they had chosen to do this, then it would feel like that. And then I would feel even more uncomfortable making fun of it. But instead, they they really didn't choose to do this. Right. But I'm sure they inspired other people to do it, you know? So it's right. still cool. It is. But it's just a little, oh, uh, that pesky detail. Yeah, it is a, definitely a pesky it detail. It would be, I guess we, we could find a little bit more about that, about the detail. I don't know if it would have existed if it wasn't for their father, though. No, that's if, true. If, if would not have. for that weird it would not prophecy. That, yeah, I guess he would. Well, and the, do you the think Gigi here. Allen would have existed if not for the fact that he was named Jesus Christ Allen and left in like a an electricityless fucking cabin for his formative years? I don't know. He would have had the micro penis either way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next song here, which is. Um, I'm so happy when you're near. Right. That one. The one with the tuning break. Yep. Oh, yeah. This is the tuning song. It's Get ready, guys. It's fun. <laughs> that is my favorite part of the whole album. I'm not gonna lie, that's, that's my favorite. Great. Well, they needed a tune. The shit was out of tune. It was so out of tune. And they just go, bum, what, bum, what, bum. what is going on with the drums? That's not what, what is going on. It's like. Like, that's the thing. If we try to do it badly, even we like we can't do it. Can't Our brain is like naturally like uh, human like consciousness is naturally attuned to music and rhythm. Like I know that a lot of people don't necessarily have that or like don't know how to access that. But like I can't imagine having a rhythm, an internal rhythm like this. Yeah, like for for I think I I remember being in fourth grade or fifth grade when I was first playing guitar and like like I, I had a band uh, with my friend called the Evil Doctors when I was in fifth grade <laughs> yes. and it was just me on guitar and, and him on vocals and like we recorded into a boombox and I knew how to play like you know two like power chords I, it was a lot of it was a lot of chugging on F you know and uh, and I you can't I don't think I could ever recapture what that was this album is like the sound of like adolescence just first starting to try to play music and and I I couldn't there's a point where you it's can't like adolescents having sex for the first time it's like you, you don't record back. that either yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason I, for it I don't think I I you know you can't go back to that you can't you can't uh, accurately have sex like you had sex the first time you did you know you'd have to try really hard to come in 3 seconds uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to try uh <laughs> But yeah, I I I, I think uh, it is it is that sound of like adolescence just first trying and, fa- and failing really to make music. But it's just wild. <laughs> it's just really wild that it exists in a recorded format and the world is did, aware of it. Did did you have a band in high school, Wiley, or did you go see terrible bands in okay. New Hampshire? So yes, the, the, there's, there's some there's some, I'm I actually if I picked up a guitar and and played music. It actually would sound like the shag. So while while, oh, wow. while we're all sitting here, no, but for real, it's kind of like if you've ever seen me draw. I I draw like really weird. Like I can't draw good, and I can't music good either. 
Um, we all have our talents. It, we all have our it skills. It sort of just doesn't work out. So I guess on my side of things, I was always the guy who would help like organize shows and help put on shows because that's what I could do. I was yeah. like, I could make things happen. Yeah. You know, like so when, when I was happy to like be that person because I was like, hey, this is what I can do. Every once in a while, I, I think I, I did play a one string bass in a band. Uh, very briefly, and I don't nice. even think I did a very good job. Who's nice. the band's that's, name? That's, that's, you know, uh, no, no, no. Come on! Oh my God! No, my, no. Wait, Wiley, you have to tell us. We're friends here. Wait, do we know this band? <gasps> tell oh, us the us name of the band. Oh my God, Wiley, tell the you world, have to Wiley, do tell it. Tell the stoppies. For the stoppies. For the stoppies. This is a this is a podcast about bad music. You're withholding bad music from us. Okay, listen. I'm feeling I'm feeling like the Shag's dad right now. We're pressuring <laughs> we're pressuring Wiley to get in the studio. Wiley in the fucking studio. We're gonna that, send you to the studio. Play that one string. Play it again. No, play no, it I, again. I, you know, no, I, I'm sorry. Well, um, I am too because God, I'm really I really want to find me out too. what that band um, is. I mean, the only we'll have to take it off mic, right? Like, yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll shake him down. We'll tw- I'll tweet about it later. Um. Okay. <laughs> Should we? Um. Yeah, yeah also, yeah, let's move on. I will say that they're one of the lines in the song, I think this is when it really, again, it starts to feel very psychedelic, like just like a bad, bad trip. When she says, I think we are completely insane. In, in this song, wow, which is I, like, I, I is Dot peeking behind the curtain? Wow, like, that's, I mean, that's getting kind of crazy. And like, also, just do they ever take a breath this entire album? It's just, there's no pauses. It's just the entire, like, it's like a lyrical avalanche, like stream of consciousness fucking nonsense. It's another Tide Affair Abraham where the the words are coming at, at odd times. Yeah, just, just when you least expect them. You, and Yeah. But Fairy Abraham had a lot of pauses, and this has like no pauses except for the the tuning break. Yeah, exactly. It's like, right. They they know that one scale very well. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. We're we're moving on. All right. This next song is called Things I. Wonder. This is the single, right? This is, oh, this is the B side. B side. The B side. To foot foot. To foot. <laughs> 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 Oh man, what a wild Imagine you're in a record store It's 1969 You just came from the malt shop You're gonna You head over to the record store And they got a new releases New 7 inches uh, Fresh off the press You're, You're up there in Wherever New Hampshire Somewhere in New England I'm sure it wasn't distributed far no. Let's, let's say, you know what? It's distributed into in, the nearest body of water. Maybe you were in Somerville. Maybe you went down to the, the record store in Ken... <laughs> the or, Sam Goodies. The, you went to the Sam Goodies. Uh, <laughs> and you pick up, you see this... Oh, the Shags. Well, I like the name uh, The name of that band. Uh, they, it sounds they so look hip. interesting. The, their haircuts are all... Uh, the same. The same. Uh, Comfortingly you home, similar. You go home to your phonograph mm-hmm. and you put on... <laughs> My pal Foot Foot. 
And you listen it to it through, and you say you scratch in your head, and you turn around, and you put on uh, this. I wonder, or th- things, things I wonder. That, things I wonder. Yeah. What's going through your head in 1969 <laughs> hearing this music for the first time? I think that very few things are going through your head because you're in a hypnotic fugue state and you're wondering if you'll ever escape. <laughs> like this is like this is this is like torture. <laughs> this is uh, also no. '69 was the year that they had all that bad acid. The summer of '69, the the son of Sam summer, right? Was that was that the case? Yeah, that might be true. That might explain the son of Sam, honestly. Did he get into some bad shags when he was on some bad swag? On that fucking, those orange barrels jumping through windows? I am not time. picking up what you're laying down, but I love that you're You gotta continuing. look it up. Everyone was uh, on bad acid I mean, it sounds, I mean, this definitely That's... sounds like a bad acid trip. Like, I want to take, like, a cold shower. Like, I want, I want to, like, you know, play some Enya and, like, light some incense and, like, hope for the best because the shit is, I need, I need a spiritual cleansing after listening to this. These girls were definitely straight edge, but they are the embodiment of the bad acid of, of, 1969, <laughs> of 1969 into 1970. This is an Altamont happened shit too. This is when Ooh. this is when the the dream of the hippies died in 1969, and I, I think this is appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It's appropriate. this is their funeral march. <laughs> um, yeah, I things I wonder, man. I mean, I wonder like why this happened. Like, I I wonder when it's gonna be over. Um, I wonder a lot while listening to the song. And uh, Wiley, what do you wonder? I, I wonder what happened to the other 900 copies. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I, you know? It's like Food Fight, the movie that, like, it, like the original, like, files, you don't know what this be. Oh, no, I, 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 was, I, was, I was miming that I hadn't seen it. Oh. I, I know, I know but all the about history it. Oh, I know it. all about it. It's like... Yeah, there was, like, a, a bunch of, all of the footage of it was mysteriously destroyed, and then they had to, like, reconstruct it, and then it took them, like, 11 years, and it was the worst nightmare that you've ever heard so anyway check it out if you don't know what we're talking about well most of all i wonder why you make me cry my favorite lyric in the song I, I don't know if this song is about a man or about god or about their dad deep or or about their lost cat yeah it could oh, all be about footfoot no. i hope every song is about footfoot yeah i mean i you know i don't know it is the philosophy of the world. It could be, you know, a Jungian kind of <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your dad and Foot Foot and God are all the same, man. They all, right. They're all one. I am one and you're one and we are all together now. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> and moving on. All right, this next song is called Sweet, Sweet Thing. Thing. Well, this could be good. Nope. <laughs> I don't know those drums. Oh, this they're is the one, yeah. Yeah, they're so close to working. Oh. No. Uh, I feel like this is the first song they recorded, maybe. Because those drums are... Uh, that's, they're, they're that's not, I mean, that snippet almost sounded like a snippet of a song. Right. Like a real, a real song. Why, did, why was there yeah, single foot? Yeah, like, foot, a, like a free single, jazz <laughs> fucking song or something. Why was there single foot foot and things I wonder when it could have been philosophy of the world and sweet things? I know. 
What the fuck? What are you? Here. Okay, listen. It's, it's. I'm gonna go back in time just to tell them to release a different seven-inch single. It's pretty fucked up that be we're begging world. for sweet thing right now. Like, we hold on. Can we play that again? Like, just yes. like just yes, so we're that's... clear about what we're doing. That song sounded almost okay. Yeah. That's, that's that's not hurt so you, bad. Hurt you, so, hurt you, hurt you. So the, yeah, the, the the lyrics are bad. Uh, the, I mean, the vocals are bad. You know, the the music is is not working. The guitar is still doing that that one thing they know. But I'm mesmerized by the fact that the drummer is playing nearly the tempo that they're singing at. Yeah, exactly. It's actually happening. It's true. It's true. The vocals kind of like like they like they're like they're they're singing together at the right times. There's like a there's like a call and answer kind of thing going on in there. Like it's like it like kind of works. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear. It's still terrible. But we, you know. It's like a shit sandwich versus like a shit with Nutella sandwich. Like I'd rather have the one with the Nutella, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll have a shit and Nutella sandwich, please. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next one. This one is uh, so. This one is actually the one that was like uh, famous on the Doctor Nemento show, or the one that he like started re uh, you know broadcasting and bringing to light. It is. Halloween and it's getting very spooky. Why even Dracula will be there? Do you ever like? Do you think they're like sort of playing a scale and singing to us? Like, only on every song. Yeah, only on every single song, and it's the one scale. But can I? I just, I just don't understand why this hasn't become the Halloween song. <laughs> this song is so Halloweeny. Well, it's blow the monster mash right out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, there's nothing. I was working in the lab late one night. <laughs> <laughs> they I mean, did the mash. They did the monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. There's nothing spoo. There's nothing that signifies in any way signifies Halloween in the song. There's no like spooky ghost sounds. There's no, again, like you know, ooh, you know, any any. Did you hear her say that even Dracula will be there? Oh, stop! It's time for screams. <laughs> <don't know>. I <laughs> love the speech impediment. That's my favorite thing about the show. Maybe we love the shags. Uh. Maybe we love the shags. It's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling that I have for the shags because they're they're my kindred. I so. feel like this is yeah, like this is the I love them. I agree. And and like the the way the songs are constructed, the way the album is constructed, it really does mimic the hormonal rampage of like being a, a teenager in a fucking small town in the middle of nowhere doing shit that you don't even want to be doing and like struggling through it. Like there's some sort of universal like nature to that, isn't isn't there, guys? Maybe yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sure. Sure. I'm being too kind, but I love, I might love the shags. 
Okay. I can't say I love the shags. Well. You gonna throw the shags on at a party? I would. <laughs> I would. Here. That's how I know whether my friends are really my friends. Here, uh, Wiley, you have the ox cord. Yeah. <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> gonna play the shags. <laughs> I'm gonna play the shags on the ox cord. If you invite me to your party, I will play those shags for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. All right. Um, let's well, move it along. All right, so this song is called Why Do I Feel? I love it. Why? Why, Why, Why do, do I, I feel? feel? Why indeed. I mean, that's is, some existential dread. This is my second favorite song title after Who Are Parents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that high note. Yeah. That's the high note. And she goes high on the something gay, which I really appreciate. Um, also, I think this actually was my candidate for best drumming on the whole album. Oh. I, I mean, she's uh, playing... Uh, she's, she's playing a steady she's beat. Not slow, she's playing a steady beat, but not... Not the the right beat. Not the still right incorrect. beat. Well, it's she, a still beat. Not Do you think they multi? There, I think there was a bridge at one point where she was playing competently, but yeah. that part. Do you think this was multi-tracked? Uh, no, I don't think they could have afforded that. I, I would guess not, but I mean, it would almost explain some things a little. Yeah, like did they just lay down? Right, just give them like, like or put them like, each yes. in like separate rooms and say just play your instrument and yeah, like, maybe event. one, of, maybe the drummer's <laughs> headphones were broken and she was too scared to say anything about it. <laughs> oh, oh. it's too dark. I mean, that's why they need girls rock camp. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's like, why, like, this album is giving me whiplash. Like, I'm just going from fucking, like, one, like, tragedy to the other. And, like, there's no, there's no time to adjust. <sighs> Heather, what's the name of the woman who's still playing music? Dottie. Dot, Dot Wiggins. Dottie Wiggins. I want Dottie Wiggins to, uh,. Collaborate with Fair Abraham. I think that should be honestly. Dot. I want to say to you, I I hope you find this podcast, and I want you to know that I I think you're actually great, and I think you're fantastic, and you have a lot of fans, legitimately. And I I think that I don't know, man. You should don't. You should definitely come down and teach at Girls Rock Camp and like be an inspiration. Just be like fuck everything. You you can yeah. just make music. No matter what. I don't want to be a bully. They all sound like very nice people in this band. They sound, you know, unlike, pretty much unlike any other artists we've reviewed so far. I know. You they, like they, them. This band is the nicest. The, you know, very I, very I would most like to hang out with the Shags. Agreed. I'd like to hang, I, I don't know, though. I want to see the, I want to, with Fair Abraham plus this would be an interesting combo. I can see that. Yeah. All right. I think they can make Fair feel more comfortable so she wouldn't just have to record everything to a metronome. But I think that the Shags could have stood to, you know... Use a metronome. Use a metronome. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you needed a metronome. Uh, that that could have helped, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So that with with her metronome, she could bring her metronome to, to Dot, and they'd both... It's it's a match made in heaven. True. All right. Let's, uh, let's get on with it, unless you have any, any other... Th- 
deep thoughts, guys. Okay, yeah. Why, Why do, do we I feel? feel, man? <laughs> Why do I feel? So it's not even what do I feel. It's just why do I feel why do I at feel? all? Fuck. I don't know, man. All right. Are they wishing that they didn't feel? <sighs> I, the, if you read the lyrics, it's really it's it's literally asking like, why do I feel sad sometimes? <laughs> I mean, it is very it's it's it's. It's very teen. It's earnest. It's, it's earnest. It's earnest. It's teenage. It's fresh. It's vibrant. It's good food. It's raw. It's All right. raw. And we're going to... It's a dog's... <laughs> it's a right dog's dinner. And it's raw. All right. What should I do? The penultimate song mm-hmm. on this album. Lay it on me. All right. Where are we? <laughs> and you thought we just, were done, but we're going to keep on talking. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> as is usually the case by the time I get to this point in any of the albums we review, I've run out of things to say. Yeah. It's... I, I get it, I get worn down and exhausted by. I, I mean, these this album is an, is an onslaught of, yeah. of incomprehensible music. Is an onslaught of whatever that incompetent scale is. and incomprehensible. Yeah, music. I, I mean, like what? I mean, what is there left to say? I mean, I, we're like, like, I mean, like, I mean, you can't say each song sounds the same because it doesn't sound the same. But it's oh, it does. Yeah. Aside from like, that's why I think maybe that's why Footfoot's your favorite because it's the one that kind of breaks the mold. Yeah, it's true. It's got a distinct. Maybe that's why it was the single. I almost said signal three times. I like that song. I mean, again, it's another song that's so earnest that it like feels bad to make fun of it because it's like. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to feel maybe that. Maybe I Especially since you shouted out Dot after I've been talking so much shit. I know. I feel bad. What if she does listen to this? Because podcast? she's from New Hampshire. Maybe she'll find out about it. I hope she does. Could, I, I love mean, you, we, Dot. We I love you, Dot. I'm, I'm we sure. would love to have you for like a follow-up episode and like interview you. We, Look, Dot. I'm sorry. The show does not work if I don't talk shit. I have it's to do true. it. It's, it's true. our job. It's, it's our true. job. Uh, but truly, this music is bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's can't. I can't. I yeah. Should we finish it up? Let's let's, let's finish it. One. Let's end with a bang here on uh, the final song. We're gonna we're gonna take you to church. This is we have a savior. The final song here today is the savior that the album is over. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first note. <laughs> Uh <laughs> 
All right, now I know why they suck. Because <laughs> they're fucking Christian rock. Uh, yeah, literally the first thing I wrote down was The Savior is the fact that this is the last song of the album. So. <laughs> great minds, Wiley, great minds. I, I don't know if this album or this, this song or this album single-handedly disproves the existence of God or or does it prove it? Because honestly, like the Divine fact that these creation. guys could be famous... And that that premonition, this like supernatural premonition, like was actually, you know, foretold and came true. Maybe God is real, or maybe because this album exists, we know that God is a farce. And I'm more on that on that side after listening to the album. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, if this is part of God's plan, then that. we're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I want Plan B. <laughs> I want to abort this uh, <laughs> this entire uh, way of life. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. I, I'm I'm in the same boat though. I feel very worn down at this point. You know, I I think the the shags. I have an interesting relationship to this album because I I recognize uh, that it it has done some good in the world. It has uh, uh, you know moved moved some folks and, 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 and made them explore their artistic boundaries. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, it's neat, it's cool, and it's, it's, it's I understand it? why it's... <laughs> I think it is. I think because it's so out there and so different, I get it. But at the same time, I'm really um, not... I wouldn't... I don't have... I don't think I ever want to listen to the Shags again. Oh, see, I, I could. I could. Next time I, I come to a party, you know, I'm going to be there. I mean, it's true. The, the album is <laughs> Nobody a festering pile of dog snot. It's a bag of moldy tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know what? I guess you're right. I would, but it's still good. I guess I would listen to it again. I think it's, it is really... It's compellingly I, awful. It's compellingly, it is compellingly bad. Awful. i got to give it props because, you know... It's it's we've we've listened to every album we've listened to so far has been bad, but some have really are bad in a way that is is really. This is bad. Like a tapeworm is bad. Like you know, like it's it's definitely a parasite that's eating away at your insides, but also you're skinny. So you're skinny. You're getting to eat a lot of food. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's the harm, really? <laughs> yeah. Everyone should go on a tapeworm diet. It's yeah. Let's wonders let's go get me. some like raw like. Some undercooked seafood and take care of it. But yeah, this that's yeah. <laughs> this is definitely on that fair Abraham level where like I'm 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 somewhat compelled by it. Um, should we should we do our ratings? Yeah, I think so. So we usually every show we create like a quantity and it's usually uh, a scale of zero to negative five. Negative five being the worst, zero being you know basically as good as it can be. true neutral and. Um, and yeah, and we use like a quantity that is relevant to our to our story today of our, of our you know our content. So, so for the the return of Bruno, we did uh, oh harmonicas. I gave it negative two point five <laughs> harmonicas. For uh, uh, victim of love by Elton John, we did uh, what Coke spoons. It was oh like, no, it was meat pies. We did because he's <laughs> British. It was the British invasion. Yeah. Uh, neg- I you know so, Wiley, do you have any ideas of 
Maybe you're from New Hampshire, so maybe something quintessentially New Hampshire. Well, yeah. I mean, we could give it. Uh, we could rate it an old man in the mountains. <laughs> uh, for, I love that for, for sure. All it's right. Just, I mean, R.I.P. 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 Old man in the mountain. Right. Just like the old man in the mountain, this is a crumbling edifice of something that was formerly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, here we are with the avalanche. Um, okay, so uh, what do you give it then on a scale of zero to negative five men on the mountains? Old men old man of the on, mountain. On the mountain. Okay. Old man on the on mountain. On the mountain. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'm going to give it negative five old man on the mountains because Damn. it is the worst. Brutal. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. But all, but I also you haven't listened to our Broken Side episode, have you? No. Have you? Oh, boy. oh well. But I also here's the thing. I I think it's I, I don't think it's so bad that it's good. But I, I have to give it a really high rating be, because it is like even a high bad rating. Yeah. Am, am I making any sense? <laughs> I think I know what you're saying. I'm giving it the worst rating because it, it it's it's. It's the best of the worst. It is. It is perhaps the yeah. worst album of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it. But it's superlative at being. It's the best bad album. I, I think it should be the worst album of all time. Yes. And, and 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 an important one. Yeah. And I. I mean, even though I actually. I mean, again, I like. I like this album. Like like like, like not ironically. I don't even know anymore, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's I, where we're at right I, now. I, I, we have I, to question everything. I, I don't. I don't know actually, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a negative five, old man on the mountains. Okay. Negative five, old man on the mountains. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm pretty locked up with, uh, with Wiley here. I, I really think that, you know, although I would rather listen to this uh, than some albums that I gave low scores, uh, you know, I mean, by which I mean high scores, I guess, scores that, you know, like Bruno, I gave a negative two. I felt that it was, uh, it wasn't good, but it didn't really, like, it wasn't elevated to a level where I'm gonna pay it much mind. The the shags, the mind-boggling yes. awfulness of the shags is gonna stick with me, uh, and, and in a way, um, in a way that's 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 gonna persist. Even if I never listen like to it again, I'm always gonna remember kind of. what it was like to have to listen to the shags. Uh, and I think it's gonna it's it, it would be disrespectful to the legacy of the album and everything that's come of it to uh, give it like a dismissive score. So. I, well, I'm not going to give it a five. I'm not going to give it a negative five because I really think that should be... Uh, that you should save that for truly abhorrent albums that are, like... The, the badness persists because of, of, of horrible reasons. Um, I'm going to give this a negative 4.5 old <laughs> man's in the mountain. Well, 4.5, okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's more than fair. I I loved uh, love hating this album. I felt deeply uncomfortable over the course of this album. But ever it, again, it's it's similar to like my compulsion to like reading about defunct restaurant chains. Like it's just a thing that I do every once in a while, every couple of months. I do that Wikipedia deep dive, you know, and I learn about lums that served hot dogs in Iowa. Okay. Uh, they have loose meat sandwiches. Yeah. You can, you can fact check that. All right. Um, it's, it's, there's, there's a 
strange compulsion to things that shouldn't have existed that are are almost entirely forgotten you know these 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 true like not diamonds in the rough but more like you know trash that is kind of shimmery <laughs> like <laughs> like oh that's interesting um it is it was a pleasure to experience the pain of this album yes. and um for that i will give it a negative four um because it is one of the worst albums that i've ever heard but i had so much fun listening to it even though um you know, like compared to like Broken Side or whatever, which yeah. was like agonizing. I and think, this I is think definitely the lowest, the lowest rating since Broken Side on this yeah. show. Yeah, but I Amazing. love, but I actually Amazing loved stoppies. it. Amazing stoppies. I enjoyed You're, it. This is history here. I, I think you actually summed it up really well by saying that you, they loved. It, it's, it, I mean, it is. It's one of those things that it's when you hear, it, you do want to share it with people. Like, yes. this is so bad, you have to hear yeah. this. Yes, it's funny. exactly. It's funny. It's community buildingly bad. Yes, like <laughs> I, I think that uh, that Lulu was 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 funny too. You yeah. Know? Like, oh yeah. Where it's like it's I just audacious <laughs> and insane. Uh, and you, you have, I am the dresser. <laughs> I am the bookshelf. I am the nightstand. <laughs> I'm all these things. <laughs> I am all of this. Yeah. Um, Where were we? Folks, you have to laugh. <laughs> you gotta laugh. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So we're gonna wrap up this this week's edition of Make It Stop. Thank you guys for yeah. tuning in. Thank you to our incredible guest, Andrew Wiley of High Energy Vintage of the Old School Game Show. I mean, AC Wiley, right? Yeah, that's what he did. Okay. Yeah. DJ, DJ yeah. AC Wiley. AC Wiley. Wiley, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah. Um, I think right now I have a DJ residency. Hi, I'm DJ residency. All right, Dad. I have a, a weekly night um, where I do my spin all vinyl over at Underbones at Red Bones. Nice. Nights from 9 to 11. It's free. You can go there and get some buffalo shrimp or some meat <laughs> popsicles. Or <laughs> I'll play some music. Not the shacks because cool. I don't have it on vinyl. Oh, Damn. Well, let's make it I'm happen. Have a thank, you, night. thank you so much for, for having me on the show. It's, it's, oh, been, yeah. it's been an honor and a privilege to represent <laughs> my, my great country of New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. One day. To hear the sounds of my people. <laughs> <laughs> Wiley, you can check out Wiley's store, High Energy Vintage. It's right across from the Market Basket in Union Square in Somerville, Mass. Uh, HighEnergyVintage.com. Um, you can check him out. He's a part of the Old School Game Show, which there's a show coming up in a few weeks. And he'll also be doing the uh, sound at uh, at Blow's upcoming show, which is a great transition uh, to talking about next week's show, um, because we're gonna have Blow, the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers, is gonna be live, uh, or you know, as live as a podcast can be, on the show with us, and we are going to be doing a white rapper roundup. I'm very excited for this. I uh, love these choices. As fellow former, well, actually, I'm a I'm a current white rapper. I'm st I'm still out here, um, and <laughs> myself. Yeah, I have the good sense to retire. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. I'm not saying anything about you. I'm just saying something about me. <laughs> yeah. So we got we got Mike and I, and then also um, Shay, aka Cheryl, from the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers, as well as uh, VQ, aka the Shitty Wizard, and we are going to be doing. You get to choose which. 
which <laughs> we get to do. It's a uh, white rapper roundup, and the nominees are Kevin Federline playing with fire, Lil Debbie OG in my system, Vanilla Ice WTF, and Northern State dying in stereo. All right, Stoppy, so you got a week to vote, and we got to listen. Uh, we'll, we'll have time to listen and review, uh, and we'll be back after that. So yeah. thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure to check us out on Podbean, on uh, Google Play, on iTunes, Mixcloud. Um, we are everywhere, always, all the time, watching you and making you play instruments that you don't know how to play <laughs> over and over and over and over again. Get them in the studio! Get them in! Get them in the studio! Get them while they're hot! <laughs> <laughs> is, Heather, is there just like a pushy dad making us do this podcast? <laughs> Are we our own pushy dads? Let's not talk about it. Alright, <laughs> it's complicated. Alright guys, thanks Stoppies. We'll see you next time on Make It Stop Bye. Podcast. Bye! Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.